Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com. Hey, it's Mark Kidman here. And I'm Alan Light. And on this episode of Sound Up, legendary Heartbreakers guitarist Mike Campbell joins us to discuss Vagabonds, Virgins, and Misfits, the upcoming new album from his band, Mike Campbell and the Dirty Knobs. Also joining us is Eels frontman Mark Oliver Everett. We'll be talking about their new album, Eels Time. Plus, we've got our new music picks of the week. Sound Up with Mark Goodman and Alan Light. Get it on Pandora, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A woodpecker knows wood. The car pro, Jerry Reynolds, knows cars. Jerry's had over 35 years of experience in the car industry and won USA Today's Dealer of the Year Award twice. His sidekick, Kevin McCarthy, is a Radio Hall of Famer, and he knows uh, how to pay someone to wash his car. Sorry, you missed a spot. Here they are with straight talk and honest answers about everything automotive on CarPro USA. Welcome to CarPro USA. I'm Jerry Reynolds, your CarPro, and I want to wish you a very happy New Year. Great 2020. Hope it's one of the greatest years of your life and you stay safe and be healthy and prosperous. If you're thinking about making a move, let's talk at 800-926-7777 on the CarPro USA radio show. And I will be happy to pick. let you pick my brain. I was in the car business for 35 years, owned dealerships. Started out on a wash rack at a dealership in uh, Dallas and rose up to uh, owning a chain of dealerships. And we've been on the air here with the Car Pro Show since uh, 2006. And so 18 and a half years at this point. And I've been sharing my uh, information with people because I want to help you make a good car buying decision. If you need a dealer, we've got a lot of them uh, all across the country. And they are handpicked by me. And I know the good ones from the bad ones. Occasionally one will get past me. But we find out really quick and we boot them off the show. But what makes it work is we send these dealers a lot of business. And they won't risk getting kicked off the show by jacking you around. The process is real simple. It starts at carprousa.com. Under certified dealers right there at the top. If you're not sure what you want, we've got a vehicle search engine on the front page at carprousa.com. And right this minute, there are 37,978 vehicles that are that are all at dealers that I have approved. So it's a great place to start your shopping. Whether you want new, used, or certified, it's all right there. My trusty sidekick is Kevin McCarthy, as Mr. Announcer said. And Happy New Year to you as well. Happy New Year to you. And looking back briefly at 2019, I know we don't have the numbers yet. But do you think, yes or no, that the industry is going to hit the magic 17 million mark? If they don't, it'll be really close. Um, 17 million, this would be the fifth straight year uh, for many, many decades. The auto industry was rocking around, you know, 8 million to 10, maybe 12 million vehicles is 
depending on the economy. But for five years, if, if we make it this year, for five years, it's been over 17 million with a high of almost 17 and a half million uh, just a couple of years ago. So it's going to be close. There was one less selling day in December this year, well, in 2019, than there was in 2018. Now, today, we should know the numbers. We should. I shouldn't have to guess at that question. But unfortunately, one car company can't get themselves <laughs> together yeah. to report sales like every other car company and who's in America. That? Who's that? That would be the Ford Motor Company. And what's the guy? What's the big guy there? Oh, Jim Hackett. Good grief. How much do you love him? I don't. Not in the least. And <laughs> I mean, I just can't see that he's doing anything. He's he's taking the company in a horrible direction, my opinion. Uh, eliminating all the cars that Ford sells except for Mustangs. And I will tell you, if gasoline prices shoot up and with the events that are going on in the world today, mm-hmm. in the last few days, uh, over in the oil country, if you will, um, that's going to end up being a horrible mistake because suddenly overnight, and I've seen it many times in my career starting Back in 1975, when there was gas rationing in the United States, I've seen people want to suddenly get out of their big vehicles and into small ones. Usually it's a car. Well, guess what? Mr. Hackett at Ford Motor Company, the CEO, you ain't got any. You're, you, you are not poised to be competitive. If, if, if you just look at the successful car companies and look at what Honda's done, look at what Toyota's done, they keep making their cars nicer and better and and keep incentives on them. I mean, they're, they're not giving up. They're not quitting. They're going on with cars because they know someday there's going to be a market for those. And this cars are like clothes. They're cyclical. You, we're going through an SUV craze right this minute, but – It'll go back to cars at some point. I mean, station wagons were popular, for God's sakes, at one point. I mean, everything's going to sell. But if I'm CEO of Ford Motor Company and I pull the plug on all the cars, I mean, what are you thinking? Worse, Bill Ford, what are you thinking? You picked him. It's time. Pull the plug. It's a new year. Hire Jason Garrett. (laughs) God, they frustrate me. But, but every other auto company in America reported their sales Friday. Ford doesn't report monthly like most everybody else. They've had three months to get ready for this, and they can't pull it off. Good grief. Steve, Rochester, <laughs> Michigan. You're on the end of a rant, but I will calm down before I get you up here. What can I, what can I help you with? You want a Ford car? Well, I've got it. <laughs> I've got a uh, yeah. yeah. Got a 2015. Uh, How about a Taurus? 2015 Jeep Grand Cherokee. The Grand and Cherokee. The, uh, it's yeah. Okay. The, the electronics have waked out on it uh, since the second year I owned it, and I say that the dash goes down black, all the lights come on, they go off, the lights come on, and the water squirts out. Uh, and it goes down in the second gear at, you know, 60 miles an hour. So I took it in. They thought they fixed it, and it did it again about a year later. And I was down in Florida, and they tried to fix it and couldn't get it fixed. They couldn't repeat the problem. 
So they said, just drive it back home. It's fine. We reset everything. Well, it wasn't fine. It did it again in Michigan. Uh. And I took it back down to Florida because uh, it was working again. And now it's down in Florida. And uh, when you walk past it with the key fob, the, everything comes on. Wow. How many miles on it right now? Yeah. About 50. Holy cow. Have you contacted? They wanted, uh, they, they, oh, yeah. They, they said to buy it back um, at dealer wholesale cost. So you're going to give me about 23 on it. And I just thought that that was unfair that, you know, I spent the money, wanted to keep the car because I set it up for towing behind my motorhome. Yep. Yep. It's got all the brackets and everything on it, but uh, they're telling me too bad, you know. Uh, I, I hear you. I had to buy another car. Yeah. You know, the, the formulas that the factories use on buybacks, sometimes it works yeah. in your favor, sometimes it doesn't. The longer you have a car and the more miles you have on a car, the less it's attractive to you. But I got to tell you, a problem like this, electrical, is the hardest thing to find and because you can't tell when it's fixed. You can go in there and you can replace a whole bunch of stuff and you can check the wiring from bumper to bumper. But then it's working fine. You don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna happen again. I mean, my advice would be to take the deal and and just chalk it up, buddy. I wish I had better news. Hey, cars don't go two hundred thousand miles anymore. Well, actually, some do. Find out which ones. Call CarPro USA at one eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. This is CarPro USA, Kevin McCarthy, riding along with you and my buddy Jerry Reynolds, who's the CarPro. Straight talk and honest answers, that's what he's full of. And good newsletters. Good newsletters, <laughs> yes. We had a short one this week for you, just because of the holidays. I couldn't tell. No, it, I mean, it wasn't like real short, but there were some stories in there that were of interest, and we had our regular recall section, but next week... Uh, if Ford Motor Company ever reports their sales, <laughs> I'll have the full year, uh, you know, which auto companies were up, which were down, uh, the top 25 best-selling SUVs in America. I'll give you that for the entire year of 2019. Uh, there'll be well, I'll, some good numbers I'll, for the dissect, whole year. Yeah. I will dissect a lot of the numbers over the coming month, a uh, little bit at a time, because they're just overwhelming. I mean... They really are. What's seventeen million of them. Uh, yeah, I hope. Uh, I hope it's seventeen million. I hope. The, I hope they get there. Um, if Ford drags them down, he may. They may drag the number down, which may be why they haven't reported yet. But you can subscribe to the newsletter by going to carprousa.com. At the bottom of the page, you'll see subscribe to the free weekly newsletter, and you can see my review of the twenty twenty Ford Escape. We had a review on the twenty twenty Lexus LS five hundred hybrid which is a beautiful car. Uh, and we also had the 2020 Jaguar I-Pace all-electric SUV. And then every week, Kevin and I have a video competition. <laughs> this week, my video wiped his out. And if you're new Not to yet. the show, you'll find out that this is a common occurrence. Probably 51 out of 52 weeks of the year. Oh, come on. Now. 50 at the most. 50. I'll go with that. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I just don't try. I feel sorry for the guy. I mean, how would you like to get beat every single week? Let's talk to Nathan in Studio City, California. What a fun place. Nathan, Happy New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to both of you. 
Um, first, I want to thank you for two years ago, uh, you made a suggestion and my wife, uh, uh, we received, we, we released a uh, link in MKC and she loves it. Oh, good. And we had been uh, leasing Hondas since 2000. So we, we, we uh, left a pilot and jumped into an MKC and it's perfect for her. That's great. So now, my turn. All right. <laughs> I need, I need a truck. Um, I have a current, currently I have a, t- a 2002 Ford Explorer V8. Um, it has all the bells and whistles, but, um, now I have, I have a job that offer that's going to allow, allow me to drive, uh, to like Sacramento from, from LA oh. and on a regular, you know, up San Diego, up the coast and, and all across, uh, California. And I need to carry a, a 30 foot ladder and, you know, that has to, uh, shrink down into probably eight or, or so feet or 10 feet or whatever it is, but I need a truck um, that's going to carry me uh, many places and put all this mileage on. Um, but I want, I need a car that I can have every day. You know, I need a cab, I have a family. Yeah. So um, uh, I, I come to you for suggestions. I, I drove a, a, a the uh, F-150 last night at uh, from Galpin, I I, I uh, test drove it. I liked it, um, but I still feel I need that space or comfort for a ladder. So I, I, I'm looking to you to, to give me some advice. Well, what's the shortest you can get this ladder down to without without it being on your roof? Well, that that's the thing. Um, I start training on the 13th in Sacramento for three weeks. And I have no clue what the ladder is going to be like yet, but they said you need to have a vehicle that's going to be able to carry a ladder. Okay, so here's the deal: you need a four door truck. It sounds like because this is going to be a family car as well as um, a company truck. So a, a yeah. four with a four door, a six foot bed is going to be the longest you can get. Most of them are five and a half, but you can get a six right. foot and with a four door. What I would do is yes. is first do that. The second thing I would do is either choose the 2019, I'm sorry, the 2020 Ram 1500 Eco Diesel or the Ford F150 with the diesel. If you're going to be driving that much, not only are you going to get so much better fuel economy, but you're going to have an engine that will take you well past 300,000 miles. Uh for comfort, okay. I lean to the Ram. I think it's a more comfortable okay. cab. Uh, for durability, okay. I kind of still lean to the Ford. But I really don't think you could go wrong with either one. I think the the issue, and, and when you get to the new job, you're going to run into other people there who have faced the same things you have. And you can see, you know, do they put the, be- the ladder in the bed and then strap it down to the top? You know, you're going to get some good ideas there, but I think the big the big takeaway from our conversation, uh, Nathan, is get the diesel engine. They're both six cylinders. They're both good engines. They both get good fuel economy, and both of them will take you past three hundred thousand miles. You might even be able to trade a boat in on a car. Ask Jerry Reynolds at Car Pro USA. One eight hundred nine two six seventy seven seventy seven. And here we go to Sacramento, California. And Keith, Keith, welcome. What can I do for you? 
No? We we lost Keys? Oh, Keys, call us back. It's 800-926-7777. And to Bowling Green, Ohio, we go. Scott, welcome. Hi, how are you? Good, Scott. Thank you. Welcome. And what can I do for you? Uh, Yeah, I have a 2015 Passat TSI. Uh I bought it used. Um, Right off the gate when I got it, I had a sensor go out on me. And so they fixed it because I just bought it. Right. Um, the next, well, it's drove, It's driven really well. It's a well-made car. It's just that I have um, another sensor issue on the engine that's causing me to misfire. And I was just calling because you had talked earlier about another similar car, but diesel. Um, if you know of anything about those cars or if Volkswagen honors their cars after the warranty's gone. When you bought it, issue. when you bought it used, was it certified? I'm not sure. I'd have to check into that. It'd be probably worth it because that's the only shot you got at getting them to do what's called an AWA, which is stands for after warranty adjustment. How many miles on it right now? 80. 80,000. How many did it have when you bought it? 40, 49. And have you had any estimates done on the repair on what it would cost? Just a part. Um, it's, I um, forgot what it's called, but it's some sort of camshaft sensor. Oh, okay. And, yeah. And it's I'm familiar. All right. You know, I, I think it'd be worth going to VW.com. There'll be a contact us button at the bottom. Uh, reach out to them. Tell them it's a second problem. You want to be a Volkswagen customer for life. Uh, Volkswagen's trying really hard right now to get back on the good in the good graces of the people of America after the the emission scandal. I think there's a chance they'll pay part of it. Uh, I don't know if they'll cover it all, but gosh, if you can get them to cover half of it, your money ahead. These are traditionally good cars, and I I, I wouldn't be worried about future problems. But give that a try. I hope it works out. on a Benz truck. People who think paying cash gets you a better deal in a car are, well, wrong. Just left the dealership and we turn it up. Find out why at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. This hour of CarPro USA is brought to you by O'Reilly parts your professional parts people check out their website it's really cool o'reillyauto.com that's o'reillyauto.com so a question for you car pro of course you do of course i do it's 472 horsepower in a weird yellow color lexus rcf i like that color that you've been well good for you won't be in my garage but anyway (laughs) 472 horsepower small car does it still have the Lexus comfortable ride? Depends on the setting. Uh, if you go to sport mode or sport plus mode, yes, it's got a very firm ride. If you stay in normal uh, or eco, then it does have a Lexus ride. So it's it's almost like having two cars in one. Why in the world would you get a 472 horsepower car with an eco system why not (laughs) i mean seriously 
Some people. I mean, you know, if I'm buying a bicycle, I don't want to get one with training wheels on it. You know what I mean? No, but, you know, if you got a 10-speed, sometimes you're going to want to ride in the second gear. Same, same. Okay. You say so. It's not going to get great gas mileage on, on in eco mode. I mean, but it's going to get much better gas mileage than it does in, in Sport, Sport Plus. Plus. Which so, is where you and I would be all the time. Uh, I just, it's the second thing I do when I get in. I hit the start button and I hit Sport Plus. And that's that's just the way it is. Let's go to Tony in Santa Clarita, California. Hello, Tony. What could I do for you? Hello, CarPro and Kevin. How are you doing today? We are great, sir, and Happy New Year to you. What's on your mind? Happy New Year to you both. Um, so I brought my Toyota um, Sequoia 2004 uh, into a local dealership. I won't mention who they are. Um, don't want to give them any good press. Don't want to give them any bad press. That's your job. Thank you. Um, but uh, <laughs> but um, uh, I brought it in with about 270,000 miles. Wow. Um, radiator. The radiator had uh, decided to give up the ghost. And I said, look, now it needs a new radiator. I got it in here right away. I got a call back about an hour later that said, well, sir, you need a uh, you have a cracked block. You have a, uh, a blown head gasket, and it's going to be about $8,000 to fix. And I said, tell you what, put in a new radiator, and let's see what happens. Right. They said, That's not going to fix anything. And I said, "Just I'll spend the 500 bucks or whatever it is to put the new radiator in. Let's see what happens. It now has 360,000 miles on it, um, and nothing's gone wrong since. <laughs> I don't burn any oil. Yep. I don't burn any, I don't, you know, my radiator doesn't run out of water. Um, does it have 360,000 miles worth of other problems? Of course it does. Every sure. car would at 360,000 miles. Even as but, good as um, Sequoia is. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, things break. It's a mechanical thing. Things yep. are going to break down, but the engine's still powerful. I still can go up hills and accelerate. And I mean, it's, it's been a great car. Um, that said, I wanted to tell you that story. Um, just so that there are people out there that try this. Um, I know a, a little bit about cars, certainly not as much as either of you, but I knew that unless there's water going all over the place and oil being burnt and, and things like that, yeah. um, that it's probably not a blown engine and a cracked head gasket. No, head um, gasket will, you'll hear it and it'll also make the car run rough. And if you didn't notice any yeah, no, difference, it doesn't run rough. if you didn't notice any difference in the performance, uh, you know, Tony, it's like every profession in the world, whether it's police officers, technicians, car dealership owners, salespeople, there's good and there's bad. You found a bad one. That's true. And the only. Yeah, so, so here's my, so here's my next question that you can then, uh, give me the, the, the lowdown. So I'm looking to replace it. I'm not going to trade it in because at this point it's a 2004 with 360 something thousand miles. Um, I'm going to keep it till it completely dry, dies, um, but I want to get another one similar to the Sequoia. So there's there's your lead into giving me some advice. Could be new or used. Um, uh, I leave that open to the experts like you and Kevin. Well, uh, here, here. <laughs> well, thank you, but you 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 are Kevin's new best friend for lumping him in to the same conversation. Kevin, you can text me when when we're done with this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You know, Sequoia is hard to beat, and as evidenced by the the mileage that you got on yours with minimal problem. 
uh, I would probably go right back with another one if you need something that big. Uh, if you don't, then do. okay. Um, then if the the two that I would narrow it down to is Sequoia and um, a pre-owned certified Ford Expedition. The reason I throw that one in there is just because it's such a great buy. They've they've never held a value like a Toyota. Sequoia is one of the best resale vehicles on the road. And and if you go used with it, then you're you're going to pay a premium even even though it's used. Uh, in fact, with the connections that I have at at uh, three Toyota dealers in Southern California, you know a new one may be almost as cheap. But then you look at the Expedition, and it has got deep deep depreciation the first year, and even deep still the second year. So it's a great vehicle. Will it do 370,000 miles? No, probably not. Probably do 250,000, but it's a real comfortable ride. That's it's enough. got a nicer interior, and you're going to save a lot of money up on the front side of it. So, you know, you sound like a guy that does, you know, is good about doing his maintenance, and you're, you know enough about cars to be in tune with them, and you, you recognize when things are going wrong. I, You know, I... I Man, I think you'd be a good fit for an expedition. It's got a third row seat. If you get the extended version, you'll have three rows and more cargo area than you currently have in the Sequoia. So I would look, you know, I would look at that. And and if you go back with the Sequoia, I'd go with the new one. If you go with the expedition, for sure, get a one or two year old one that is factory certified. That'll give you warranty all the way to a hundred thousand miles. And the checklist on the Ford certified program is really good, and I know that because I wrote the program back in 2000 when I was the Ford National Dealer Council chairman. I I came up with the certified program for Ford, and they're still using the majority of it today. Made a few little tweaks, but uh, the the bones are there. And boy, I tell you what, if I were buying uh, a Ford, I, I mean, this is true of just about everything out there. I if I were buying used, I'd buy certified. The other thing I would tell you, Tony, is with a vehicle, once a vehicle passes that 200,000 mile, um, you know, of your mileage, that's when I would stop taking it to a dealership. I would take it to a, I'd do my homework. I'd take it to an independent garage that is not, that doesn't have the overhead that they have to lie to you to get you to do things that it doesn't need. I mean, this dealership was going after you for five grand. Holy cow. I mean, at least you know not to go back there, but there's just no need in paying the labor rates on a 200,000-mile vehicle that you got to pay at a new car dealership. And many garages, uh, they, they specialize in Toyota and Lexus service, for instance. A lot of them do BMW service that are independents that are good. And there's enough data out there online to help you figure out, is it a good place to take my vehicle or not? At my FAQ page at carprousa.com, I've got an article under service that talks about how to find a good repair facility. And I'm not talking about dealerships. I'm talking about independent garages and how to find the best. There are a lot of choices in cars, trucks, and SUVs. Find out what the right one is for you at CarPro USA. 1-800-926-7777. This is the Car Pro USA headquarters, except for our website, 
which is there 24-7. So I guess it's really at carprousa.com. It's really the headquarters since we're here only once a week, yes. same time, same station. Yes. I still think we're the headquarters. Well, I would say, yeah, yeah. Um, for sure. But, you know. The website doesn't talk. No, but boy, if I had to talk as much as, as there is information there, Holy cow. Oh, it'd take us forever. Especially on the FAQ page. Yeah. Let's talk to Sam in Malibu, California. Sam, thank you for calling, sir. What could I do for you? Uh, I would like to uh, get some uh, information about VW uh, camper van. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did the research, and, and they are not selling in the United States. Is it possible to buy in Europe and bring it into U.S.? No. Because of emissions and safety standards, their their emission standards are um, not nearly as strict as ours are. So, you know, it can be done, but it's not. It wouldn't be worth it as far as the cost to adapt it once it got here. I've seen people try to do that, and it, it's just. I mean, you're going to spend as much as you spend on the vehicle trying to get it to pass emissions and smog out in California. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, yeah it, it's just – now, the, the the van that we've got coming to the U.S. is the ID Buzz. and Yeah, that, that's a, you know, electric, right? It's all electric, yeah. I mean, the, the future of Volkswagen, it's going to be all electric. That's the direction that they're going. I think it's probably I – think, I think the government probably mandated it and, and, and this is speculation on my part. So, but, you know, that's too small comparing with the uh, uh, California uh, model. Yeah. No, uh, I agree you know, with you. The engin- engineers really did a good study on uh, space. So I like I like the uh, California model. And uh, is it possible to buy uh, in Canada and bring it in U.S.? And you got the same problem there. Um, same problem. Okay. Yeah, it's not as so severe. It, it doesn't cost as much to adapt. And, in fact, some of the dealers in Canada, and you'd have to do some research. This would be a good Google search for you. Some of the dealers in Canada have gotten very good at getting vehicles ready to come to the U.S. and pass emissions and pass the, the safety standards. So that, that really? might be a possibility. Certainly worth looking into uh, if I were yeah, you. You can't do anything out of Mexico. You can't do anything out of Mexico. But Canada... Uh, we've got a pretty good agreement with them. Yeah, we. You know, I'm I'm reaching to the age where I I just want to be the gypsy, driving around the United States for two years, and go to Canada and and come back to U.S. Yeah. In, in Volkswagen camper van. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to be a gypsy. You know, but uh, it, it, what's the probability of getting that camper van from Tennessee? The Volkswagen uh, new plant. There's no way. No, there. You, you'd, you, it would shock you how many millions of dollars it would cost them to retool a plant like that, uh, so that it that, that it built them. And on a one-off like that, there's just no way to do it, Sam. I I, I think you I think you have possibilities in Canada, uh, and it sounds like you you're really hung on the Volkswagen. But I got to tell you, there's some really nice other brand conversion vans that would be really, really comfortable to travel and see the United States. In fact, I reviewed one last year 
uh, a Ford uh, Transit van that had the Explorer conversion package on it. And I got to tell you, I was shocked at how good it drove, and I was shocked at how nice it was, and I was even more shocked that you could buy it for the price that you could buy it for. I, I Check the Canada deal, but then if I were you, I would also uh, maybe broaden your horizons just a little bit to some other brands. You can't get advice from that friend who thinks he knows a lot about cars. Right. Or you can get the facts from Jerry Reynolds at CarPro USA. Call 1-800-926-7777. That's right. Here at CarPro USA, we try to keep our dealers honest. And one of the ways we do that is by giving you a chance to post a rating about your experience and review your experience at any of our certified dealers, like Ernest in Southern California did for Subaru Orange Coast. He said that Steve Parajekis answered all of his questions, was friendly, knowledgeable, made him comfortable, and was easy to work with, and he liked the price on the Subaru that he well, got that there. pretty much covers everything. Um, Stephen and Shelley went a little bit farther in their five-star rating review. They sent me a copy of the email that they sent to Steve uh, about their experience. And, I mean, they just went on and on, and <laughs> balloons and whistles, and they ended up getting free pizza and hot wings somehow while they were there. Wow. She said that was the icing on the cake. and Timing is everything. I really so. like that. Yeah, pizza, hot wings, and I'm gonna go there myself. Subaru. Yeah, I'm getting a little hungry. Um, Dan Covert at Covert Ford of Hutto uh, got a five star rating just for being courteous, friendly, and very helpful from Robert. I love Dan. Um, Covert, he would be kind of he would be the, one of the Coverts. Yes, and they've been around 110 years, so I imagine he's fourth generation at least. Yeah. He good looks guy, pretty though. young in his picture on the website. Guy. Really good guy. And your old buddy Cliff Claven did it again. Five-star rating for Claven Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, and Kent from Laura, who said it was amazing. You mean Rich, Rich Claven? Rich Claven. I'm sorry. It's okay. What did I call him? Uh, Cliff. Cliff. Well, <laughs> sorry. That's a TV thing. <laughs> Sorry, Rich. Sorry, Rich. All of our dealers do a great job for our listeners. Do the process, though. Don't just walk in cold. Email them first from carprousa.com. Most people don't even know if they could do better leasing a car than buying one. Find out from CarPro USA at 1-800-926-7777. 